0: Somebody who really needs no introduction, but we will. Bill O'Reilly, the great O'Reilly, former anchor of the O'Reilly Factor, host of the O'Reilly Update, syndicated radio here on WABC. And um, he's got another killing book. It says here the 12th in the killing series, Killing the Legends, The Lethal Danger of Celebrity. So, Bill, thank you for giving us some time. I'm sure this thing's going to shoot up to the – Top of the bestseller list, as always. I've read, you know, I think I've read every one. I really do. Question is,
1: why? I appreciate that. You know, and I know how busy you are. You know, this is, we've had 18 number one bestsellers. We hope that Killing the Legends will make it 19. Um, Different book. Yeah, that's what I was Uh, going to ask. That's why this one. Why this one? Because social history is largely ignored by historians. They're kind of snobby. And, uh, you know, when I'm talking to him, I go, yeah, Elvis and John Lennon and Muhammad Ali all changed the way Americans live in a historical way. And I go, well, what about Millard Fillmore? And I go, oh, we can get to Millard later. <laughs> um, everybody knows Elvis and Lennon and Ali, but they don't know, A, how they influenced American culture, and B, that they're uh, personas were destroyed and I mean that literally by their fame and all three were betrayed and it's a it's an amazing historical story hmm. so uh, you and I are contemporaries I mean we were around uh, in the 60s right you were you yes. were bopping around right yes. yes sir yes sir I was in college okay. in the
0: 60s look I'm so old but i I didn't even know Millard Fillmore he's one of the few I missed. <laughs>
1: Yeah, Millard was a president. Uh, he didn't get a lot done, but he's there. I have a, actually a signed picture of Millard. But anyway, uh, in the 50s, uh, after World War II, Dwight Eisenhower president, we were a conformist country. Everybody looked the same sound, the same TV was just coming in. Everybody watched Milton Berle or whatever it may be, Ed Sullivan Show. All of a sudden, out of Tupelo, Mississippi, comes a teenager, recently graduated high school, but certainly not sophisticated, had no connections. And he gets a guest shot on Ed Sullivan. And in six minutes, he crashes the entire American culture Mm. by singing Hound Dog and writhing around. (laughs) And the next day, pastors are saying that Elvis Presley is an agent of Satan. Parents are telling their young boys, You can't slick your hair back, wear a leather jacket, sneer at me. And the whole culture changes. Rock and roll comes in, rebellion comes in, uh, and that was because of one man, Mm. Elvis Presley. What an amazing historical achievement. Then the Beatles show up in 64. From 64 to 69, American culture changes again dramatically. Sex, drugs, rock and roll, which is what we have now. Mm. The Beatles were the spear point on that. Magical Mystery Tour, Sergeant Pepper. At the same time, Muhammad Ali is changing the face of dissent in America by refusing to go to Vietnam and be inducted into the armed forces and by bringing civil rights Mm. to a a people who were desperately looking for a hero, African Americans. All of this is going on at the same time. Mm. It's an incredible historical story And then you combine it with the unbelievable personal story of these three, and you have Killing the Legends.
0: All of them fell prey to drugs. And you talk about the managers. Uh, You know what? I want to tell you. One, I I read this book uh, coming home from California last night. Uh, So I went through it. I do not like this, uh, What her name is, Yoko Ono. I think she was a bad player. I don't, and I think she hated this country. I don't know John Lennon. I mean, the, I loved the Beatles when the Beatles were the Beatles, but the, she, I see her as evil. I, Yoko Ono, evil, and she wrecked John I didn't, Lennon.
1: Uh, yeah, I didn't see it that way. Um, number one, Muhammad Ali never took drugs. Presley killed himself on drugs, had to know he was doing it, had to be self-destructive. He basically said, I give up, I want to check out, and he killed himself. Lenin, and not many people know this, uh, changed his personality 180 degrees when he met Yoko Ono. But Ono didn't exploit him financially, as uh, Tom Parker exploited Elvis and Herbert Muhammad for the Nation of Islam, exploited Muhammad Ali. But what uh, Yoko Ono did was isolate Lennon, who was once a gregarious guy. He he liked uh, interacting with people. And then all of a sudden, he's a hermit in the uh, apartment building in Dakota in Manhattan, where Yoko Ono lives to this day. In that period of isolation, he becomes a heroin addict, Mm -hmm. Lennon. Mm -hmm. And that's what broke up the Beatles. Mm -hmm. And people don't know that. Now, I don't know the extent of the interaction between Lenin and Ono. Ono was a heroin user as well. Was he addicted? I don't know. Lenin kicked it. Hmm. But it it certainly changed everything in his life. And you got to say this guy and Elvis too, on top of the world, the most famous people in the world, they have everything, everything. Yet it crushed them.
0: The culture revolution that you're describing, it does live on to this day. And it hurt this country. And it still hurts this country. All of this has hurt America. I don't know that we we have recovered from it yet. I suspect we have not recovered from it yet. But it culturally was not good. Not good. Not good. Freedom, do anything you want. Sorry, go ahead.
1: When you have a traditional society, it is much easier to have a cohesive country. Japan is the best example of that today, Mm. okay? Mm. When you have a country that fractures into do-your-own-thing, the me generation, where's mine, it's all about me, and that's where we are today. The United States is is today, okay? Then it it makes it much harder for a nation to function in an efficient way. So you're absolutely right. I don't think the rock and roll culture that Presley ushered in damaged the fabric of our nation because that was quickly accepted as entertainment. Certainly the 60s, the Vietnam era, damaged us. Ali hooking up with a black nationalist group, the Nation of Islam, and you know who heads that now, don't you, Larry? No. No. Louis Farrakhan. Oh, yes,
0: of course. Yes, okay,
1: Farrakhan. Okay, so that tells you. But Ali himself didn't hate Whitey. He he wasn't a hater, but he he surrendered to them, Mm. And they killed him in the sense that they made him fight what he never should have been fighting. Muhammad Ali was almost killed in the thriller in Manila, fighting Mm. Joe Frazier, and Frazier was almost blinded in that fight. Mm. That's some of the best writing I've ever done in that section of Killing the Legends, mm-hmm. where I go into that fight. And Dr. Ferdy Bacheco, who is uh, the physician that was overseeing Muhammad Ali, told Ali and Herbert Muhammad, the Nation of Islam, you got to keep this guy out of the ring for a year. It took him two weeks to be able to walk mm-hmm. Ali. He couldn't leave the Philippines. Mm-hmm. Four months later, guess he's in the ring. So... I, when you read this, your, your jaw like goes, oh, but it happened. And if it can happen to those people, it can happen to any famous person. And it has. The list is legion of people who have gone down. And I'll submit to you that one of the reasons we don't have great leadership in this country is because a lot of bright, honest people do not want to go into the political arena because they know they're going to get their throat tore out. Mm. And the burden of of fame and power influences the family members. And we, we go through that in Killing the Legends, how their all their family members were harmed grievously because of their fame. Well, that's
0: um, – yes, absolutely. Look, I don't – this is not a political book, uh, but I see a polit- – there is a political lens here with this um, free spirit, do anything, money, drugs, sex, wreck your family – there's no there's no God here. There's no religion here. There's no values here in these people. Now, I, th- I think Elvis, I don't know. I have some sympathy for the Elvis story, even though his stupid manager ruined his life. But I didn't have much sympathy. Ali, I used to watch him. He was a very brilliant fighter in his early days. But, you know, Bill, th- is a cultural disintegration, and I think the left in this country – continues to hang on to that and and even even further's it even extends it. There's just no religious background. We were talking about this earlier. I was out in California getting this Bill Buckley award and we talked about it out there. You can't have a healthy society without some religion and some belief in your god. I'm not p- proposing a specific religion, but but part of the book running through this book, there's no grounding, there's no spiritual
1: grounding for any of these people. It's interesting because um, I see it the way you see it, but I don't put a religion on it. I put a code of morality on it, mm. right and wrong. Right. Good. So yes. in the 50s, uh, everybody will, okay, this the Ten Commandments, sir. That's what we do. That's what we do. Mm. Um, nation overwhelmingly Christian, this is stealing is wrong. Okay? Mm. Lying is wrong. Mm-hmm. Taking narcotics, intoxicating yourself, that's wrong. And that was widely accepted. That's what disappeared. That, that's what broke down. Now nothing's wrong, no judgments. Right. Okay? It's a totally secular situation. And when you have that, the weaker of the people go down. Mm. So Presley, he he was religious in the sense that he believed in God, but he didn't practice any religion, didn't have any discipline in that area. Ali, uh, uh, you know, was a Muslim, but he's married four times and he's running around doing whatever he wants to do. I, I don't know how that goes into the Koran, but uh, – and Lennon was an atheist. Yeah. Lennon didn't have any of that, okay? So none of them understood their circumstance. That that That's a theme of killing the legends. They didn't understand what was happening to them, and they were in pain. And so they said to other people, you take my life. You run my life. That's what John Lennon did with Yoko Ono. Yeah. So you run it. Whatever you say, we'll do. You do that, any human being does that, you're finished. You're going down.
0: I think that's a great message from this book, right there, what you just said. I think that's a great message. And you're right about the morality. You're right. Anyway, folks, the great Bill O'Reilly, another great book. It's called Killing the Legends, The Lethal Danger of Celebrity. It's about uh, Muhammad Ali, John Lennon, Elvis Presley. And it's always about Bill O'Reilly. Bill, you just keep knocking these books out. And you're helping all of us. I love reading them. (laughs) I'm addicted to them.